Inside Gaming is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Why haven't you gotten a VPN yet? Visit expressvpn.com slash inside. Hey everybody and welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Friday. Can we get a big yes because it's the weekend? My reads didn't come. I was going to do the Rhapsody in blue glissando on my clarinet to start off, but someone else is going to have to take it today. <gasps> Good guess. It's probably not an exaggeration to say that Cyberpunk 2077 is one of the most anticipated and most delayed games of this generation, dare say I, of all time. And recently, some members of the game's media got a hold of the game, well, the first few hours of it anyway, and now we're starting to get impressions of what they thought. We'll round all that up for you in today's story. Uh, before we get to that, just some quick background on the game. It's supposed to launch in April, and it got pushed back to September. Now the uh, alleged, for now, you know, release date is November 19th. Yeah, and when they announced the latest delay, CD Projekt Red said that, don't worry, the game is finished both content and gameplay-wise, so why not just release the damn thing? Well, they said they needed more time for balancing, fixing bugs, and polish. Don't they know how modern AAA games release? You don't need to spend extra time on that. They need I to know. call Bethesda or something. It's been a long wait for the game, which was first announced way back in 2012. Remember Obama? But thanks to games like <laughs> The Witcher 3, CD Projekt Red has a great reputation for making big AAA open world RPGs, so everyone is stoked. Uh, us included. Just writing the script, I got stoked. Don't get too stoked. <laughs> <laughs> and Keanu is in the game too, as That's a mysterious right. character named Johnny Silverhand. He, he set E3 on fire when he made that little appearance. But we got even more information about the game yesterday when CD Projekt Red released a new story trailer and footage of gameplay in an event called Night City Wire. They're gonna keep us all good and stoked. <laughs> so back to first impressions from games media people who are lucky enough to get their mitts on gameplay let's talk about some of the opinions that are starting to come out and obviously opinions vary but the consensus is that the game is very big very ambitious that's me today actually i don't know if you can hear it and has the potential to be the best game of the generation we've already decided it's the best game of the generation yeah there's a lot to talk about because this is the epitome of a big triple a game for starters lots of people noted how in-depth the character customization is you play a mercenary named v and you get to choose their entire appearance and background to start off, there's one of three general classes. There's Nomad, there's Street Kid, and Corpo. Each one has a different prologue to play through, as well as different dialogue options. I believe people treat you differently. The Street Kid, no surprise, came up on the streets, much like myself, the mean streets of Wichita Falls, Texas. The Nomad is a bit of a loner, a bit of a, a person on the fringes, on the outskirts of town. And the Corpo, they are a suit working at the mega corporation Tencent. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. It's called Arasaka. Oh, you yanked my chain. Brian, all three uh, of those are kind of you. Yeah. Like a street smart lone wolf working inside an enormous corporation. And you're constantly moving from town to town, starting new families. I'm constantly moving to from company to company, starting failed shows. <laughs> well, and you have five different kinds of pubic hair, but we'll get to that. And then when you're building your character, there are a lot of options. Kotaku Australia noted that there's lots of skin types, hairstyles, eyes, mouths, jaws, but here's where Cyberpunk goes above and beyond. You ready for this? Because you just said it. Five different types of pubic hair to choose from. Ding, ding, ding. Now, what does that mean? Uh, 
you go like straight, it's <laughs> so straight and wispy. Long. Or like maybe it's like so light that it's kind of like seaweed underwater and it's just like it just floating up there. In the wind. I'm yeah. excited because I've only got like three different kinds down here. Right. So we'll see. I'm excited to see what the other two are. Well, why are we only getting this pubic region variety now? It seems so obvious in hindsight. Then you can put points into various categories like body, intelligence, reflexes, technical ability, and cool. And if you're wondering, cool, it's basically an umbrella term for stealth, speed, critical hit bonuses, uh, cigarette smoking in public, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Loitering. Drinking out of brown paper bags. There are also three classes of weapons, handguns, rifles, and blades. The way you level up your combat skills is by using them, meaning that if you use a rifle enough, your rifle levels up. Kotaku described the rest of the game's mechanics as pretty straightforward. They described your movement speed as a little heavy, almost reminiscent of Fallout 76. They also said that the guns were a lot less clunkier, however, with minimal recoil, a good amount of spring, and plenty of weight to the bullets and sound. There's also a hacking mechanic too, where you can scan for hackable objects like an enemy or a camera, and you can hack them to do things like you can make them cause a distraction, you can make an enemy's gun malfunction, make a grenade detonate, so yeah, cool stuff. As for fighting bad guys, CNET says that the combat system works like a beefed up version of the Batman Arkham games, where you're given a room full of opponents and the freedom to decide how or if you'll stack up the body. In the Batman games, your choice is brute force or stealth. Cyberpunk adds the extra layers of hacking in addition and separate gunplay and melee combat systems. And then of course there's cyberware, which you can put all over your body, legs, hands, even your eyes. Those give you skills and upgrades. Polygon said that some are passive, like a piece that heals you whenever you kill someone. And then there are more active ones like that give you abilities like double jump. There's also street cred, AKA your reputation in the city that you'll get by doing missions and completing jobs for people. It's apparently not a morality system. It doesn't go up and down. It only goes up. You only get more cred. The higher your street cred, as we say on the streets where I grew up, the more missions you unlock. You'll also get different items from vendors and, of course, better prices. And then, of course, there's the giant open world, which seems to have a million different stories and situations to get into. This is where CD Projekt Red thrives, so yeah. very exciting to hear about this. Kotaku's reviewer described getting into an underground boxing match for money, of course. There's also a million random events like gang wars, car chases, and hostage situations. You know, all the fun stuff you can get up to in a city. Kotaku called it a role-playing game in almost every sense of the word, giving you just enough room to craft your own experience without going overboard. The Verge's reviewer found the themselves in a shootout over a drug deal gone wrong thanks to a gangster named Dum Dum. <laughs> the version described the game as feeling like a mashup of Blade Runner and John Wick with healthy doses of ghost in the shell sprinkled throughout. They also said Cyberpunk 2077 has an almost preposterous amount of freedom of choice and customization writing. You can look however you want, talk and act however you want, and pretty much handle any situation in a half dozen different ways to the point that making any one decision can feel very overwhelming. I quit after the character selection screen. Yeah, more than one reviewer used the word overwhelming to describe their experience with the game. There's just a lot of content there, which is probably why they have to keep delaying it. IGN's reviewer played as a corpo AKA a corporate goon, <laughs> a little too on the nose for IGN. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, they started the game puking into a sink and then uh, getting kind of a warning on the mirror not to trust anybody. And then uh, someone told them, don't get too cozy with your bosses. That's just Ooh. good advice though. Yeah, good advice for real life too. You hear that, Autumn? IGN compared it to the legendary first day sex game and wrote that there are so many different choices to be made about your 
your backstory, your playstyle, your quest choices, and more, the odds are good that you'd never have my exact same experience anyway. CNET's reviewer said that even after five hours with Cyberpunk, it still felt like a mystery because it was so complex. They wrote, both its gameplay and mythos are so rich in detail that the session I played was something of an information overload, but in a promising way. I feel that way about all games released after 1992. Yeah. I, like, there's just, there's too many yeah. choices. I don't know what to do. I'm old. I don't want to yep. learn anything new. Uh, but yeah, this is definitely something you're going to have to dig into and be prepared to be overwhelmed until you figure it out. Uh, oh, and one more cyberpunk note. Guess what? There's going to be more to its universe than just a video game. Uh, Netflix announced yesterday that an anime series set in the game's universe mm -hmm. called Cyberpunk Edge Runners is due out 2022. It'll be led by the director Hiroyuki Imaishi, who is known for Gurren Lagon and Kill La Kill. You got there. Lagon? You got it? Is that yeah. it? Okay. Gurn it was a slog, but you made it. Saya Elder, a Japan-based producer, said that it's a standalone story set in the same universe, adding the stage is still Night City, but everything else is totally new. New characters, new story. There you go. A lot of cyberpunk stuff to chew on. What we saw looks cool. We still got a long wait, but... It, it seems like it's gonna be worth it. I don't know, I'm, I'm stoked about this. Since no games are gonna come out next year, I can wait. That's true, we haven't really felt the gaming <laughs> world impact of the, the coronavirus. The bubble hasn't yet. Yeah, yeah, it's like, things have gotten it delayed, will. but in like, things are, not going to come out for a while too. What's cool about 2077 now is it doesn't matter what bugs or anything are in there. I can't imagine them missing a holiday. Yeah, you feel like I November, think, it's gotta come out. I think they would be hard pressed to skip out on those profits. I, I think this will be a good last game you'll ever need contender because I, I feel like there's so much content in there that you'll be able to just play for months and months and months and months and hopefully not notice as much that the game industry has kind of died in the <laughs> Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you come out of your bunker like, ah. Yeah!